Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Movies and Brews, Quarantine Edition, where we talk movies. And we drink some brews, because there's nothing else to do. That's right. I'm Jordan. Staring at me through the screen here, sipping on his Black Rock coffee, is Daniel. Hello, hello. What's going on today, Daniel? Oh, nothing much. Working from home. Finished watching Extraction a few minutes ago. You know, same old shit, different day. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Yeah, I watched it today, too, as well. You're like, it's so fresh, and yet I don't remember any of it. No. That's, that's not true. No, it's pretty fresh in my mind still. Let's get on with the show here, Daniel. Everybody sit back, relax, grab your favorite beverage, and let's work out those Thor six-packs. Woo! Cheers! Cheers! Okay, well, before we get started here, Daniel, what are you drinking on your end this week? Well, besides drinking some coffee, I've also got... All I got in the house right now is this, the 10-barrel pub beer lagers. And Mine's got Jordan, way more colors ooh. on it. Yeah, drinking yeah, break sides, rainbows, and unicorns, which I think I drove, drank this a few weeks ago on the show, but oh well. <laughs> I love it. Whoa. Excuse me. That was a sneeze. Dang. Yeah, I don't know. Damn cats. Mm-hmm. Cat. <laughs> oh. Some cool breakside news. I went in the other day to go see if I could find some 22s of Wet Rough Beast, and they're out. They said they're brewing more, and they said they're going to start putting that one in a six-pack. Hell yeah. Finally. Yeah. I know. I was like, oh, that is exciting. So yeah, look, look for that in the next few weeks, maybe the next month or so. But yeah, it sounded like sometime in May we'll be seeing Wet Rough Beast in six-packs. That'll be good, because they have not had like the variety of six packs have been limited and they've it's been like the same for a long time yeah for the most part. i mean i think they had a new one like the gold something earlier this year but that was i didn't really like that one but i do love what rough beast yeah yeah they're they got the they got a few in six packs but not very many they put the uh, rainbows and unicorns in six packs this year but yeah i do what, like that one what rough beast is around the corner sweet Oh, yeah, the Stay West IPA is the other one they have in six packs. That's one I usually get. That's a good one. All right. Well, Daniel, anything going on out there in the uh, movie news world? So, actually, something pretty big that I saw just a few minutes ago. But uh, the the movie chain AMC, AMC Theaters, announces that they will no longer screen Universal Pictures movies. Really? Why? Yeah, that got just announced. That they published that like same like eighteen minutes ago. That's weird. So the reason they're doing it is because the head, one of the heads of Universal Studios, announced that because Trolls World Tour, like the video on demand portion of it, did really well. It made about a hundred million dollars in its first week of just selling. You know, of like being people just being able to buy it on demand the same day it was coming out. So they were so impressed by it that they announced that when movie theaters are back, they'll be releasing things in theaters and video on demand very close together. Like, I think they said, like, maybe about a three-week gap. And AMC said they didn't want anything to do with that, or... They just, they saw it as, like, a betrayal to, like, the theaters, so they refused to screen Universal movies from here on out. 
jeez. Oh, I feel like so, there's still, still money in their pocket. Well, I'm assuming it's just a power move to try and make them not do that. But so we'll see how long who what if anybody like gives up on their stance or if they all just kind of stick to it. I don't think so, but we'll see. So that was the big news. Um, I also saw that Netflix buys a quarantine anthology series about social distancing from the Orange is the New Black team. <laughs> All right. They're going to make an anthology series about like kind of the current times, and it's going to be made by the Orange is the New Black team that Netflix has. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, okay, all right. Very yeah. soon to announce something like that, but, you know, we'll see. Trying to see uh, when this, this comes out. I'm just looking right now. They have announced... Top Gun is going to be released in 4K Ultra HD here soon. Oh, nice. But when... I don't see that part. Oh, May 19th. Here we go. So in just a few weeks. Awesome! Yeah, it looks like uh, a a few Tom Cruise movies. Days of Thunder and War of the Worlds. Ooh, War of the Worlds was not good. I never saw... I guess I haven't seen any War of the Worlds, the late, the remake or the original. Oh man, wait till right. wait till we, I got some HG Wells to talk to you about later. <laughs> oh, and I know I gotta look it up. Where to go? They announced that the new date for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse Two is, I think, going to be in October of next year. That'd be cool. Now, are uh, Phil Lord, Chris Miller, are they going to be back for this one? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so, just because they usually don't do the sequels. I mean, Ish. I really hope they do, because the first one was so good. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's see. Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse is going to come out in October of 2022. So it's oh, going to come out in two years. Okay. Yeah, it's directed by Shamik Moore. Shamik? I I don't know. Well, that's a bummer because I just don't want to go the path of Lego Movie 2, which you just, you knew something was missing in Lego Movie 2 that just didn't have that same spark that the first one had. Yeah. So I really hope, I really hope they keep, I don't know. I hope it still has the same spirit because the first one's just so damn good. It is. No, it really, really is. Yeah, and that's pretty much all the big movie news I have coming up. Oh, cool. That I saw. All right. Well, thanks for that. I know there's not too much going on lately, it feels like, because everything's just shut down. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, a lot of dates being moved. Um, well, cool. Well, let me move on here. Let's talk a few other things we saw this week. I actually had time, made some time and saw a couple, um, both a new documentary that I've never seen before, as well as a movie that was new to me that I've never seen before this week. So I got two. Okay. Uh, I've got one or two. Uh, I got two. I got two. Cool. Well, I'll go first. Sure. Why not? What? I just thought that was funny. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) So one movie that I don't know why I've not seen this movie it's been out for 20 years now, but I finally sat down and watched, remember, The Titans. High Which, that is movies. crazy to me that you had never seen that movie. I was shocked. 
I know it had so much buzz when it came out. I mean, I was in high school when this thing came out. It, so much buzz around it, and I just never got around to seeing it. I don't know why. I've over the years, I've heard people say like, oh, "I love that movie," especially when you're talking like sports films. People always put that on the top of their like in their top five. I feel like. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But yeah, I finally saw it, and I gotta say, yeah, it was a really good movie. I yeah. enjoyed. Yeah, pretty much every moment of it was just really, really good. Uh, good humor all throughout. I had no idea that um, Ryan Gosling was in it. That was kind of a fun. He didn't really have too many lines, just a two or three, I think. But yeah, he was in a lot of background shots. It's a football player. Oh, really? Yep. I haven't he seen did. it in years. Like it's been, I've seen it a few times, but it hasn't. It's been a long time, so. I probably would recognize a lot more people just rewatching it now. Yeah, he's just a kid in this one. Uh, Ethan Supley is in it, which he is a lot larger in this than he was than he is now. I'm sure most people know have seen the videos on YouTube of him having his dramatic weight loss and gaining all that muscle. Oh yeah, from Mallrats and like My Name Is Earl. <laughs> yep. But yeah, he's in it. Of course, Denzel Washington, which this was kind of nice just seeing a Denzel Washington movie. I've not watched Denzel Washington in anything in quite a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. But yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I, I loved uh, the little nine-year-old girl. I think her name is Sherry, Cheryl or something like that. Who's the? She's the little girl that's of the, the Bill Yost coach. And okay. she was very entertaining. I thought she was fun. I liked her relationship with the... Denzel Washington's character is he's Coach Boone. I like you know he's got a daughter the same age and they kind of form a bond. And it's kind of fun to watch that. But yeah, what a what a good movie though. It's streaming on Disney Plus. If anybody wants to check it out, I highly recommend it. I know it's a movie that I need to revisit because, like I said, I remember liking it, but I'm sure it's like it's got a lot more adult themes than I'm sure I'd pick up on now, years yeah. later. Oh, and it's uh you know it takes place in the '70s. A lot of good music in the soundtrack um a lot of soul music so that was fun is it the 70s yeah sweet i remembered it being like the 50s or 60s but okay yeah i probably uh, also like the soundtrack a lot more now too yeah it picks up in the early 70s but yeah there's a lot of good motown soul music it's awesome sweet i know i gotta check that out again based on Got true the true story but yeah so what have you seen this week so this week i've watched a couple movies but uh, we sat down and rewatched one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, this is just a movie I fucking love watching all the time. Or not all the time, but I love watching it because it's such a fun adventure movie. And we watched the original Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, cool. And that, I looked it up. I'm like, man, like this movie holds up pretty well. And I looked up I'm like, when did it come out? It came out in 2003. So almost 20 years ago at this point. Jeez. I'm like... For it being a period piece and also mixed with like some mystical stuff, like some magic and curses and whatnot, like the CGI holds up pretty well. Like it, not amazing, but still holds up. And the Johnny Depp still awesome in the role. I just it's one of my most. It's just one of those movies that I love watching because it's just so much fun and it's actually like a pretty well made movie still. Yeah, I haven't watched those movies in years. I think I've only to this day seen the first three. I never saw, yeah, four or five, but yeah, maybe sometime watched, I'll go back through and watch them all. I mean, I love the first one. The second one, I'm like, this is pretty cool. And then I watched the third one, I'm like, that was horrible. And then I just stopped watching them, and there's five. Yeah. Maybe they can get better. I don't know. 
I like the Orlando Bloom so. too in these. It was kind of fun. We got, you know, most of us got introduced to him with Lord of the Rings. So for yeah, them be thrown into this world, that was kind of fun to see him in that. Same with Keira yeah. Knightley. Yeah. And I didn't realize one of uh, his crew that he, that Jack puts together is the same a- actor who plays Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just like, no way. And Child's like, it's not her. And I looked it up. I'm like, holy shit, it's her. Like She's not, she's not green, but yeah. Yeah, because she's... I know she like I, like I said like you, you know you go back and watch movies you're like oh these people who maybe weren't big or maybe I was just little and didn't know who people were still not very good at that but yeah so Pirates of the Caribbean still holds up still a fun movie to watch oh, cool so I saw a documentary um, that was very interesting this week it's called Lost Soul the Doom Journey of Richard Stanley's Island of Doctor Maru or Moreau. Nice. So this is a, a movie that came out in 1996 starring Marlon Brando and Val Kilmer. And this is just kind of a behind the scenes disaster of the making of this movie. And it just, it was, yeah, about hour 38 minute documentary and very interesting. Um, a lot of interviews with the cast at the time, cast and crew at the time, including Richard Stanley. Um, but yeah, this movie just, they're, you know, adapting an, H.G. Uh, Wells book, and I guess it's just I don't know. It was it was uh, Richard Stanley, and he uh, he was actually the writer director of that more recent um, uh, Nick Cage movie that, that I saw in theaters at the beginning Mandy? of the year. Oh oh oh, uh, um, the color out of space. Yeah, that one. So yeah, same same guy that did those. This was it was kind of cool though. Is that makes me kind of go watch some of his early stuff. Is he had a couple of movies that looked very interesting. One called Hardwire about a robot that was. Let's see. Let me read the premise of this real quick. The head of a cyborg reactivates, rebuilds itself, and goes on a violent rampage in a space marine girlfriend's apartment. <laughs> but this sounds like total like. B movie horror thriller, sci-fi thriller, like that's right up our alley. Dude, that's fun. I've always, I've never watched The Island of Doctor Moreau, and I do need to actually watch the movie. I have not seen it either. Um, apparently, it's just a bad movie all around, from what it sounds like. But yeah, it just, it's one of those things too. And again, they get into the uh, how hard people like Marlon Brando are. Even Val Kilmer, I guess, had to kind of ego in the day in the nineties at least. Yeah. Uh, and just how hard these two were to work with and how they like Brando just wanted to, you know, like, well, let's rewrite this scene and just go this totally different direction. Like, well, that's not what the story. Ah, who cares what the, what the story is? Like, we're just here to make money and have fun. But yeah, yeah, just, I know Marlon Brando literally like kind of showed up with like the little tiny guy in the movie. He's just like, yep, that guy's in the movie now. If you want yeah. me, that guy's got to be in it. He's got to be in every scene I'm in. Yeah, it, it was kind of funny too, seeing like shots of them together. That it totally looked, reminded me of Doctor Evil and Mini Me. Yeah, yeah. But, and then like I remember, yeah, I've heard about how hard Marlon Brando was. Like especially in like when they got him for the super the Superman movies, he didn't want to do any work, so they tried. He tried convincing the uh, the director to make Zod or not Zod, but uh, his dad's name. I forget the dad. Kellel's dad's name but he tried to make Durrell. it so instead of appearing as like a giant head he would be a suitcase so he could record all his lines from his house what the crap yeah 
still want, yeah, I, don't, I barely want to work, but still get paid quite a bit because I'm Marlon Brando. Yeah, that's just, oh yeah. man, I don't know. It's I just get like shit like I, that that I'm like, oh man. I get you, you were amazing have... in your time, but man, I don't know. Have it, I just could imagine having an ego like that. That I'm the best, no. so if you want me, pay this and make me do the least amount of work. But yeah, I know, pre- I'm like, event, still didn't have to do very much work to record like those lines of the floating right. head. Eventually, um, Richard Stanley was dis- dismissed as director, and a new guy came in, a more a traditional director. And I guess he didn't get along with the cast very well either. And it just was just a disaster to get the thing finished and put together. Like, it just was horrible. I don't know. I've never seen the movie. It sits at 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb. That's not great. No. One person I didn't know was in it. Ron Perlman is in the movie. He doesn't talk to the camera at all. Like, he's he's not in, really involved in the documentary, but in a sh- behind-the-scenes shot from... 1995 you see him sitting at a table huh um and one gal who i didn't know at the time that was in the movie is uh feruza bulk she uh she was she was sapphire and almost famous okay as well as the only thing other thing i've really seen her from that i recognize her from is uh she was in the main gal in Waterboy. oh yeah I haven't seen that in a long time either. It's been a long time since I've seen that. But yeah. Anyway, very interesting documentary. If anybody wants to check it out, it's available streaming on Amazon Prime. So yeah, go see it. Uh, One of these days, I will watch The Island of Dr. Moreau. I actually think, as far as Retro Stanley goes, I'd be interested in seeing some of his early stuff first. I mean, I think he only did like two films before this. um, Let me look here. Because he did Hardware and... Dust Devil was another one. Anyway, he's supposed to be a very interesting director. But uh, yeah, that's my review here of... Where'd the title go? <laughs> that's a long one. <laughs> Lost Soul, The Doomed Journey of Richard Stanley's Island, Dr. Moreau. That is a All long right. title. Yeah. All right, Daniel, what else you got? So the only... Thing I got was I finally got around to watching one of the movies I bought from uh, Best Buy the other day that I ran into you at, <laughs> as I was going home. But Gavin and I have been just kind of like walking down memory lane. Gavin, like we've both just been locked inside the house, so we've been watching movies a lot because we mm-hmm. both enjoy watching movies. But we're both big Pokemon fans, and I saw they had the first OG, like, original Pokemon movies in a three-pack for, like, ten bucks on Blu-ray. So I picked it up, and we watched Pokemon 2000, which came out in 1999. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I don't know, it's just it's just Pokemon. Like, like it's literally just, just Pokemon. I don't know how to describe it, but it actually held up pretty well. The animation's still pretty solid. It's actually a more serious movie than the original Pokemon movie, too. Like, I was surprised how dark it was. But it looked mm-hmm. like the director was like, I want to do something serious. And the, probably the people bankrolling it were just like, no, it still has to be a kid's movie. Because it goes from, like, ridiculous to, like, super serious. And, like, the super serious stuff is actually pretty damn good. And then, like, the more ridiculous stuff is just like, I feel like there was some meddling going on. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, yeah. It was fun. We had a. It held up pretty well. I'm like, this is actually so pretty great. <laughs> yeah. So it's good to know that some pieces of my childhood are still intact. That's good. Yeah. So we yeah. just had fun doing that. You know. 
Yeah, that's pretty funny. Watching a non-serious movie. I'm all sitting at a light. All of a sudden, someone starts honking at me, and I'm like, "The light's red, dude. I can't go." And then I look at it, like, "Oh, hey, it's Daniel." It's me. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you stuck your head out of the window, and you made it look like you were doing the "Here's Johnny" face. Kinda. Yeah, I thought you would have sent that to the sibling chat. Like, look what I was driving behind. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to. <laughs> yeah, you should. You could do it today anyway. Just say, "Hey, look what I look what I saw today." <laughs> look who I ran into. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll because it's still the picture. <laughs> I actually thought it was a pretty funny picture, so I made it my new. Uh, I was looking for a new photo of me for my uh, Instagram, and I made that the photo. <laughs> <laughs> I needed something new. I had the same one for like two years, year and a half or whatever. So, Yeah, why not? Why not? Well, shall we get into some extraction talk here? I think, yeah, yeah that's, all, that's all I have for other new stuff I've seen this week. Yeah, let's... all right, let's go. Okay, so yes, today we are talking Extraction, a new movie on Netflix starring Chris Hemsworth and even have David Harbour in it. Which I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. You did. I, I forgot seeing him in the uh, trailer. So when he showed up, I was like, "Oh, hey, David Harbour, cool." Yeah. But yeah, so uh, this was uh, at least written by one of the Russo brothers, Joe Russo, I believe, and produced by. It wasn't directed by the Russo brothers, but produced by them. I think it was directed by yes. a guy named Sam Hargrave, which I'm not too familiar with it. I think. Looking at his IMDb page, it looks like he's done a lot of stunt work in Marvel movies, which I think for this kind of movie, a stunt coordinator is what you need. Because I yeah, would say exactly. the uh, action in this movie, I thought was pretty awesome. Very entertaining, for sure. It felt very John Wick. Yeah, it did. Uh, but yeah, I was excited about it, though. Um, yeah, my I guess, what are your initial thoughts? So, uh, my initial thoughts were, you know, like, we saw the trailer, it looked cool, and we're just like, well, it's a new movie we can talk about. So, yeah, let's do it. I mean, direct on Netflix, you know, that's where it's streaming right now. It came out last Friday. Um, so we checked it out. And, you know, like, watching action movies nowadays, like, the unfortunate downfall of action movies is that it's usually a plot you've seen a million times. So it all relies on the execution of action which i mean the execution of the action i felt was pretty good you mm -hmm. know you're not watching it for the story so the action was pretty good um overall a little bit more shaky cam than i prefer because that gives me a headache like i did get a headache in a couple points during the movie wait what parts just a few like just them fall like the camera following like chris hensworth like so closely and being shit like kind of just like not stable kind of mm -hmm. gives me a headache sometimes um but i mean overall like well i wasn't like blown away by the act the this action movie overall because you know again it's a plot that we've seen a million times but the execution of the action scenes was good and the cinematography was pretty damn good yeah cinematography i, I thought was really well done yeah overall i was very entertained by this um i would like to watch it again because i watched it uh with one of my roommates but another one was upstairs sleeping so it was we had to watch it a little bit quiet. I even turned on the subtitles just so we could hear some of the quieter dialogue parts. But uh, otherwise, I had a good time watching it. Um, very entertained. Yeah, it was a pretty straightforward, um, simple premise. But 
had a lot of good action thrown in there, and I was not bored at all. Like, especially once um, Chris Hemsworth's character, was it Tyler, gets the kid, everything just takes off from there. Once he's got the kid and, you know, basically like, all right, you're coming with me, everything just takes off, and we're just along for the ride as the audience. And, yeah, I got to say, John Wick has set the bar pretty good for action movies, but I have no problem with that because this has a good... good, um, Get a balance of gun violence as well as hand-to-hand combat because I'm, I'm a big fan of the hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, I don't want just a straight-up shoot 'em up movie because then it's just I don't know just, that isn't as entertaining to me. I like to it see that. Str- it gets stale faster. It does, and so I do like the hand-to-hand fist fights. I mean, that's one of the reasons I love um, the Winter Soldier a lot is they do a lot more um, of that Hell versus yeah. other Marvel movies with with that you know Iron Man just going pew 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 pew. Exactly. But yeah, I I enjoyed this though. It was I thought Chris Hem, Chris Hemsworth was great. Uh well, I can't remember the the kid's name. Ovi. Ovi, yeah. Who I yeah, I'm oh, not familiar with the actor. Whoever played oh, whoever played him, I thought did a really good job too. Um but yeah, so I guess without spoiling anything yet, what are some of your what are some of your standout moments that you enjoyed? So for standout moments, I actually wrote down a few. Like the first one that I thought was really cool was actually the knife fight in the middle of the street that Chris Hemsworth has with like that other mercenary. Yeah. Yes. I thought that was very good. Um, I did like that. Like it was very intense, very like like you said, like it's cool, Talk, interesting hand to hand combat. Just from the moment they fall off the balcony down below, and then yeah, just everything's straight there trying to do that one continuous shot one of my favorite parts though is when they're throwing punches and have knives the people on the bike go by or like right between them and kind of break it up for a quick split second yeah that that was great and then you see um tyler chris hemsworth's character get nailed by a car you're like oh shit but then follow that later on and we see the other guy just get completely nailed by a truck thrown into like the back of another car yeah, I wrote that in my notes because, like, yeah, Chris Hemsworth, like, ends up hitting that guy that he's fighting with, like, pretty high speeds with a truck. And then later we see that yeah. same guy walking around. I'm like, there's no fucking way that guy's alive. Yeah, that was a little, like, oh, I mean, I thought he was, I thought that was the end of him. I thought he was gone for for good. Like, all right. I literally if, wrote that in my notes. Not, no fucking way. <laughs> just, just, yeah, if he's not dead, then every bone in his body is busted. Yeah, well, his nose is broken, and when he course corrects that, I was just like, Ugh. And I was waiting for that, like, snap sound. I was like, oh, oh gosh. Yep. <laughs> okay, d- d- real quick, that scene, did that not remind you of the Terminator, the first Terminator, when he's in the hotel, change, like, taking his eye out? Oh, you know what? I didn't. That did not cross my mind when I was watching the movie. Oh, that's the first I could thing see I thought it. of. Like he's alone in a hotel room after a, a battle, and he's fixing himself in a bathroom mirror. <laughs> totally had Terminator vibes right there going. But yeah, I thought that yeah. was great. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. One of the other scenes that I thought was kind of funny was because I was kind of wondering, like, which way are they going to go with this? Because like in like movies like this, like. In third world countries, they have a lot of child soldiers. So I'm like, are we just going to see Chris Hemsworth like mow down children too? Like, I was kind of wondering that, and I I got to say that was probably one of my favorite scenes is when he was going up against the kids. Yeah, I wrote that down. Yes, he's like, like, he's kind like of funny because he is he's just like, like I don't want to kill you because you're all children. You don't really know 
what you're doing. You're kind of just like forced into this. But he does yeah. like they all have guns on him and he kind of just slaps them around and defeats them with relative ease. Right. And like he was still like he wasn't like brutally hurting them, but he was knocking them out, too, because he's like, well, if they're not knocked out, then they're still going to try and kill me. Right. As I said, to be fair, they're still trying to kill him. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe he doesn't he... put a bullet in their heads, but he still wants to stop them. Uh, gosh, that I love the after that whole scene. Like we just ran into the Goonies from hell. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. But that was great. Um, trying to think here before any spoiler talk. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just It was just, for me, just a really fun movie. I mean, yeah, it's plot moves along just fine. The action is great. Um, good hand-to-hand combat. Good um, gun, gun, whatever. Gunplay, I guess. Gunplay, yeah, I guess. Gun choreography. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, cor- fight choreography, I thought was pretty good. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I was not disappointed by this. I mean, it is what it was. It was just a fun action movie. Yeah, well, Starts. I didn't like I didn't not enjoy the movie. The hard part, like the downfall of the modern day action movie for me is that while I enjoy it in the moment, ultimately, I'm not going to remember what happened in the movie. Because the plot, like I said, is the same as a lot of other movies or similar to. It's just the action, the execution, the action is what can set it apart. Mm-hmm. so um but i also well i did enjoy the movie i kind of like took some fun i'm like this is still kind of by the book so i wrote down all the cliches that were in the movie <laughs> that i saw i mean like i wrote down like oh mysterious person shows up in a helicopter to a remote location to offer a job <laughs> like yeah yeah washed up mercenary yep Goes on yeah. a mission. Your whole team's dead. You're the last one. You got to get out. You're on your own. <laughs> Definitely seen that. Oh, one of my favorites, though. I ran through a bunch of The last one I'll talk about is um, he calls in help from an old friend, Jasper. And I wrote down, probably will betray him. But hey, David Harbour's pretty cool. And then I wrote after that, called it. <laughs> So I'm just like, yeah, like it's still it's fun. It's still an action movie. It still falls into a lot of tropes. There's like way more that I wrote down. But, you know, it's just it is what it is. It doesn't try. It's not trying to be like something more than that. Would you recommend this over? Oh, shoot. What's the Ben Affleck one? Oh, uh, triple, or, triple triple frontier. frontier. Yeah, triple frontier. <sighs> you know, that's a hard because, yeah, they're both on Netflix. I think I liked Triple Frontier a little bit better. Like, it was a little bit more intimate, kind of slow-paced. Mm-hmm. Like, you really kind of get into, like, the disparity a little bit more. You know, I still... I was thinking about that. I still like Triple Frontier a little bit better. It fits my taste more. But I think the average person would probably like this movie a lot better. And, you know, that's okay. And, hey, they're both on Netflix. They're free to you, probably. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty short review because it's just, it is what it is. It's a fun action movie with yeah, lots, of, that, like said, lots, the... lots of gun violence. I mean, this is kind of over the top as far as, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, was it, uh, action porn, I guess, goes violent porn, whatever. Like, what's yeah, the I mean, between this and John Wick, I'll choose John Wick for a little bit more stylized action, mm-hmm. a little bit more fun. Well, I still love that, but... knife, that knife scene in the uh, third one. Oh, yeah. 
But they're, they're yeah. I'm trying favorite fight scene. I, I think it was for me though the when they after they fall off the balcony that hand to hand combat. Yeah, that was the first notable scene that I wrote down. Cause I'm like, this is pretty cool. That was pretty awesome. I mean, I did like the I did like the scene of him going against the younger crowd, the the Goonies from Hell. Yeah, and I gotta say, hmm, I did like when that one guy was sniping and taking everybody out. That part was great. Towards the end there. At the very beginning. Oh, and I guess we haven't talked about that, but the beginning fight scene where he goes and gets the kid to take him to the extraction zone was brutal. Especially he slams that guy's face into a rake. Yes. I'm just awesome. like, oh, damn, what a way oh, to go. Everything. I mean, hitting the guy in the face the way he did at the table really hard. The other guy going, uh, there's there a hole in the wall already, but going through and like hitting his face on bricks and falling back. Yeah, you know, I got to say, especially in that scene, you really feel like he's exerting himself quite a bit to pull all this off. It's not easy. It definitely looks like he's ta- it's taking a toll, which it is. You know, right. so I do appreciate movies like that. Well, should we go into spoilers real quick? Yeah, sure. Spoiler here in three, two, one. Spoiler. So now that we're in spoilers, let's talk about that hammer scene. <laughs> <laughs> what hammer scene there is no hammer scene it's thor oh okay <laughs> Which, oh i gotcha man if you're gonna save a hammer choke screw men in black this movie would have been perfect for it yeah but they went for straight well they didn't go it started out kind of like straight realism it got a little bit over the top like towards the end but for the most part pretty grounded combat a lot of good stuff with cars blown up though i like that yeah like uh, I liked when the one gal had the um, rocket launcher and took down the helicopter. That was awesome. I know my thought on that was like, you couldn't shoot it down before all the guys got out. I mean, yeah, they still have like an LMG on it. That's very good that that's gone. <laughs> yeah. But what did you think of the very end here? Did you think his character was going to die? I thought I was pretty sure, like just from the beginning of it, I'm like, yeah, it looks like he is about to die. Because, yeah, it starts out with Chris Hemsworth's character, like, running away, getting shot at. And it looks like he gets shot in the back. And then it kind of flashes back. We get the whole movie until it meets up with him at that point mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, I was pretty sure he was going to die. Seemed like one of those movies which is just, like, unwinnable odds. Like, not everybody can make it out alive, and most of them right. don't. Um, I so I did, I did I guess see I that. Not, I guess I wasn't a hundred percent sure, but uh, yeah, I was. I guess I what, what I didn't see coming was I didn't see it being done by that one kid. For some reason, I didn't see him coming back. I thought we were done with him. I I know. I thought we were done with him too. And I'm like, fuck that guy. Really? He had something yeah. to prove the entire movie. <laughs> and well, I guess he proved it. Yep. Because I think out. he lived too. Yeah. Because there's that shot of him pointing the gun down at the water, waiting for him to pop back up. Yeah. But yeah, what a way to go. I know. Shot in the neck after being shot several times every other place. Yeah. But jeez. But yeah, good stuff though. I don't know. I'd recommend this movie. It's on Netflix. I'd say check it out. I mean, it's hard not to. It's like just, it's like right at two hours, give or take. 
I mean, with credits that like an hour 45, hour 50. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, not too bad. Not a huge time commitment. And it's on Netflix. Like, it's hard not to recommend it if most people can see it without spending any additional money. Yeah, so I think most people have probably watched it by now, too. I think probably. it's number, number one on trending on Netflix, too. I did see that. I'm like, well, yeah, it's Chris Hemsworth, of course. Yeah, it's kind of funny, too. Django got added recently, and it's in the top ten as far as people streaming it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I do want to watch Django. That's a fun one. Yeah, they added recently um, Kill Em Softly, Molly's Game got added recently. I did Oops. see that. I added Molly's Game to my instant queue. Road to Perdition, There Will Be Blood. Yeah, they've added a few good ones. Dirty Harry's on there. Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. <laughs> yeah. But, know, I've added a few things. Haven't gotten around to most of them, though. But we'll see. They added Hail Caesar, which is a movie from a few years ago that came out the same year as La La Land that I never got around to seeing. Yeah, it wasn't as good as it could have been. It had its moments, but as a whole, it was like, eh, okay. Yeah, it looked fun. But yeah, check it out it's on Netflix. All right, well, shall we wrap it up here, Daniel? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's two recommendations from us for Extraction with Chris Hemsworth. With Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it can't hardly wait. I haven't seen that movie in years. I don't know if I've ever... I'm, well, no, I, that sounds familiar. I'm sure I've seen that. It's a sex comedy from my high school era. Before sex comedies were done with. <laughs> before they were done with, and then when they bring them back, they suck. Yep. Yeah, this one's got Jennifer Love Hewitt in it. Um, Seth Green's in it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a type. That's a time and place when Seth Green was in movies. I just remember a kid getting drunk and getting up on a table. He's at a party and starts singing Guns N' Roses, um, Paradise City. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. I looked it up. Or. I recognize that poster. I've definitely seen that movie at least once. <laughs> Pretty ridiculous one, but yeah, maybe I'll check it out. All right, Daniel. Well, let's let's wrap it up here. Uh, yeah, that's two recommendations right there for Extraction. Daniel, whoop, whoop. Where can they find us? You can find us online on Instagram and Twitter, movies underscore brews. Let us know what you thought of Extraction. Loved it, hated it, needed more John Wick. Let us know. <laughs> Hey, one thing that we did not see in this was uh, no six-pack. No six-pack, yeah. He had his shirt on. Wait, no, no. He did not have his shirt on when he jumped into the water at the very beginning. Ah, that's right. So we got a a very tasteful six-pack look. Okay. And then he had a shirt on the rest of the movie. Because I remember he took it off when he, I think, when he was just gearing up and we saw like his scars on his back but it was only a back shot okay you're right you're right just wasn't impressive as Thor six pack I guess because it just went right by me (laughs) I know I'm just like man when he's not playing Thor he looks extra like extra yoked just because you're like this is some regular guy and he's still super fucking yoked oh like in a Bad Royale, he was totally still like walking around six pack in that movie. Oh, I know. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you like the show, share it with friends. That always helps. And stay safe out there. Let us know on Instagram, you know, things you're watching to 
keep sanity going. And until next time, we'll talk to you later on Movies and Brews. Cheers! Cheers.